The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Donnelly. One of Governor Glenn Youngkin's executive orders took effect yesterday that seeks to eliminate school district mandates from mask wearing. But as Megan Pauley reports, the legality of the directive is in question. Rich Schrager teaches constitutional law at the University of Virginia. It's not clear that the governor has independent authority to make rules for the schools outside of the of the state school board process. Schrager says in this case, the question is not whether local school boards have independent authority from the state because state lawmakers passed a law last year requiring school boards to follow CDC guidelines. Those guidelines currently recommend universal masking for all students, staff, and school visitors, regardless of vaccination status. And the question here is whether the governor can override the state law. In other words, this is really a fight between the governor and the legislature, with school boards stuck in the middle. Megan Pauley, VPM News. Seven school boards from around the state want to stop Governor Glenn Youngkin's executive order on school mask mandates. Ryan Murphy from partner station WHRO has more. The lawsuit includes five Northern Virginia school districts, along with those from Hampton and Richmond. The school boards say the state constitution gives localities the authority over schools. They argue Youngkin's executive order letting parents opt their children out of local mask mandates is unconstitutional. The executive order also overrides a state law that school districts must abide by the recommendations of the Centers for Disease Control. The CDC still recommends universal masking for schools, regardless of vaccination status. In a press release, Hampton City Schools said the school boards are left in a, quote, legally untenable position, unquote. The challenge is similar to an earlier lawsuit filed by a group of Chesapeake parents. That hasn't been ruled on yet. That was Ryan Murphy reporting. Teachers union leaders from Chesterfield, Henrico, and Richmond asked their school districts yesterday to step up support for students and staff. This comes as COVID-19 cases and teacher shortages continue to rise. Patrick Miller is president of the Henrico Education Association. The lack of consistent policies around masks, testing, and closures puts lives at risk, especially the lives of disabled, immunocompromised, and vulnerable members of our community. Miller, along with the Richmond and Chesterfield Education Associations, say better safety protocols will help keep schools open. This includes providing students and staff more take-home COVID-19 tests and KN95 masks. The associations also say complete virtual instruction should only be used as a last resort. Governor Yunkin has proposed amendments to the state budget that total more than $3.5 billion. The two-year budget proposal left by his predecessor, Ralph Northam, was about $158 billion. According to the Richmond Times-Dispatch, Yunkin hasn't explained where the money to pay for his priorities will come from. Some of these campaign promises include doubling the standard deduction and exempting a portion of military retirement benefits from being taxed. Two Starbucks stores in the Richmond area are trying to unionize. Meg Schifres has more details. The Starbucks locations on Midlothian Turnpike in Chesterfield and Forest Hill Avenue in Richmond filed paperwork last week to begin the process of forming a union. 
Employees like Catherine Wiggers said they just want a seat at the bargaining table. I just want a fair and equal opportunity to speak for myself. The stores are following the lead of dozens of other Starbucks locations across the country. The first to officially unionize is in Buffalo, New York. What's been going on in Buffalo and everywhere else has been really inspiring. Local Starbucks employees are waiting for the National Labor Relations Board to respond to their petition and eventually conduct an election among workers. Meg Schifras, VPM News. Virginia's new Attorney General Jason Miaris fired University of Virginia's counsel. Former U.S. Attorney Timothy Hafey currently serves as Chief Investigative Counsel to the committee reviewing the Capitol insurrection. According to the Daily Progress, a spokesperson for the Attorney General said the decision had nothing to do with the January 6th probe. The Washington Post also reports the counsel for George Mason University also was fired. A spokesperson says Miaris plans to look internally to fill those roles. Petersburg Public Library is offering assistance to people who want free at-home COVID tests. Last week, the federal government announced it would distribute up to four tests per household. For those who don't have access to a computer or need assistance, the Progress Index reports they can stop by the library's drive-thru or call a staff member to help order the tests. The library drive-thru window is open Monday through Saturday. Hours vary per day. People can also call the Petersburg Public Library at 804 733 2387. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org/news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at myvpm. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.